I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt. And I'm Jay Pitts. Back for another episode. We are. We are back. With some timely information that uh, cannot be overstated in its importance. Today, no guests. It's just you and I, Jay. Yeah, just us. But we're going to talk about a potentially heavy topic. It's It's never easy to talk about, but it's important to be reminded about as often as possible. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think... um, I think it's definitely a topic that is is timely. It's becoming more timely. It's becoming more relevant. Uh, it has been serious and always has been serious. But uh, when things happen, they become it becomes a little hits a little closer to home. Yeah. Oh, Siri! Siri didn't understand what you meant. Siri's chiming in. Um, yeah, so um, welcome to our listeners. I see uh, we're live on Facebook, and we have... First try this time. Yeah, Kelly Kelly Young, Ryan Morris, Ethan Adams. How are you, sir? Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, ask some questions. You know, chime in. This is a topic that is, that is relevant to all real estate practitioners, but um, specifically, it hit a little close to home this week because... Um, I was actually out of town, and you know, if you remember, this time last year we were we were do we were starting season two of Resource, and we did our first episode of season two on the virtues of of Disney World. Sorry, yeah, my voice things, is I've been screaming things, at children. things that realtors can learn from Walt Disney. That yeah. was the episode we did. So that's where I was last week. That's yep. why we didn't have an episode last week. Took the kids to Disney World for winter break. Had a lot of fun. Turns out that four adults with two children is way easier than three children with two adults. Yep. <laughs> so this week, as, as you can tell by the voice being gone, I spent a little time, um, corralling young children. Anyway, um, while you were gone, while I was gone, we had, a, had several open houses scheduled. You know, we have, we're in the midst of not necessarily today, though the sun is shining. It's quite cold today. We have been having an unseasonably warm winter. Um, some may say that that has contributed to early sales, uh, very brisk January and February, but, um, ultimately we had quite a few open houses, quite a few new listings coming to market. And one of our agents was working an open house and had a real unfortunate occurrence happen. Yeah. So, um, with that said, I won't get into the gory details, what we are here to talk about today. What's that look? Gabe? So you said gory details. I've, I feel like some of our listeners are probably on the edge of their seats now. But. Well, excuse me. It wasn't gory. It was a really unfortunate and scary situation. Everyone's okay. Everyone is okay. No one okay. is hurt, but it was a potentially very scary situation. Yes. So with that fresh in mind, we're going to talk about realtor safety today. Yeah. Um, it's not the most exciting topic. It's not the most um, you know tech-forward you know, business lead generation, like progressive kind of, you know, topic of conversation that we could address, but it is certainly a necessary topic of conversation. For sure. We're spending a great deal of time in our, in our office this week talking about realtor safety. Um, if, you're, if you're an agent here in Louisville, which I'm assuming you are because that's where most of our listeners are, 
Um, you, you may have seen, I, I posted the full story on the local realtors Facebook group um, in, in hopes of spreading the word and understanding. Um, it did turn out that the gentleman that visited this open house has has actually visited other open oh, a houses. History. Okay. And there is a potential that, you know, there's, there's multiple occurrences here. So um, if you are an agent that would like more information about the specific, specific situation, feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to fill you in because education, sharing experiences is the best way that I think that we can, you know, raise our level of awareness and make sure that these things don't happen. Because ultimately what contributed, I think, most to our agent remaining safe in a potentially scary situation was that she kept her head. Yep. She was very poised. She was very calm and she made sound judgment and decisions. Um, when faced with a potentially scary situation, she listened to her intuition. Right. And what I think allowed that to happen was her awareness that these kind of things do happen though, regardless of how, um, how few and far between, how, how unlikely they are to happen. They do happen. And when they happen and you find yourself in that situation, you need to be prepared to react accordingly. Keep your calm. Keep your head. Make good decisions. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're someone who's listening to this, I would caution you not to tune out at this point if you feel like this is something that may not necessarily apply to you. We talked about in our meeting on Monday how... Uh, there's important takeaways from this for everybody on the team, not just necessarily female agents, but male agents also not yeah. younger, but also older. And then too, if you're someone who's not showing a lot of houses and you're like, I don't do open houses, I'm a team lead and this isn't something that applies in the next 20 or so minutes, we're going to go through things that we've learned from this that you can take away. If you're a team leader, an agent or someone just ancillary to the business, there's things that are important for all people to yeah. know that we're going to touch on. Well, so you need to be prepared to coach your to people. Listen. You need to be prepared to create a culture of awareness, Yeah. which ultimately I'm not so sure that I specifically trained this particular agent on the exact things that she should do when encountering this situation. We, we talk about it in multiple trainings over the last year, you know, several trainings, small group settings, larger group settings. You know, we have information on our company intranet. We right. have trainings that can be viewed on demand. But I think more than anything, the communication with our fellow agents within the company, you know, about what to do when finding yourself in a precarious situation is what really gave her the confidence she needed to make the right choices. Right. So yes, there is something for everyone. And, and with full disclosure, just because it seems, and the point that I will make it is it seems to be more prevalent uh, that female agents are targeted. That is not a sexist comment. That is not to say that female agents cannot protect themselves. Yeah. We absolutely know that everyone male or female has varying levels of skill when it comes to self-defense. Yeah. Okay. If, if you are a female agent out there that is a martial arts expert and is an expert in self-defense, good, good for you and come teach a class and come teach a class and teach <laughs> me some tips because I'm going to need them. But the truth is, is that it seems that predators, you know, prey upon female agents more. And, and something I've learned just from engagement in that Facebook post that I talked talk to you about with the group, and there's 150 comments on the thread currently. Okay. And the majority of them are from female agents. Now, I do think that, I don't know the exact statistic, but I do think that, that there's greater than 50% of the agents in our market are female. I think it's something more like 60%. Okay. So it stands to reason to a certain extent that it would be more likely to happen to them. But the people that were paying attention, the people that appreciated me sharing the story the most 
seem to be those female agents. Right. Okay. So once again, now that we got kind of the disclaimers out of the way, let's talk tactics. Let's talk specifics. Let's talk what can you do. Yeah. All right. Now, again, without getting into the specific details of this situation, um, our agent encountered a, um, a young man at an open house that happened to be vacant, that she happened to be working alone. So before I get started with anything else, I will give you a, gr- a, a serious recommendation, and it's something that we're looking at very heavily and making high- these same recommendations to our agents, that you do not hold an open house alone. Right. Okay, there are too many. That, that is your first step, strength in numbers. Use the buddy system, and this can be applied to you know a showing with an unfamiliar prospect. I won't even call it a client. I will call it a prospect sure. at that point mm-hmm. because you don't know the person. But the buddy system is definitely a way that you can protect yourself. There are too many service providers, typically lenders, that would be willing to hold an open house with an agent to curry favor and hopefully get referrals or to provide, you know, that's the secondary value. But the primary value is to provide, you know, lending advice to prospective purchasers and help procure a sale. Exactly. So it serves two purposes. And And it's like you said, it was one of our agents said on Monday too, this is important too, because unfortunately there are probably people who would feel uh, maybe embarrassed to ask for someone to help because they felt unsafe or because they wanted to be more safe. But this is an opportunity for you to ask someone to help you. And there's multiple benefits, right? Not only are you having that strength in numbers, but you have somebody that can actually offer a benefit to people that might come. So. No, absolutely. And that, that that's that's a two birds, one stone situation. Right. And it also alleviates a single the single largest risk you have associated with holding that open house. So that's before we get started, that is... I would say step number one. One, yeah. okay. Um, step number two, I would say, is to have general awareness that these things happen. Okay, if you find yourself in a precarious position, your general awareness, not being caught off guard, not being completely and utterly surprised, not being, you know, in a situation where you are not expecting the possibility of bad things happening. It, that's that level of surprise could lead you to erratic action. Okay. Making action that escalates the situation. Okay. So general awareness, but now more than, you know, in, in addition to general, let's have some specific awareness with respect to your surroundings. Yep. No, um, know where the exits are. Yep, absolutely. You know, stage yourself in the open house with two points of two points of exit. Okay? So you need to be most of the time it's the kitchen, right? That's where you that's where you got the counters, that's where you sit out your flyers and your business card, you set up your laptop. If you bring a chair, you're going to sit in there and get some work done in between visitors. Um, the kitchen's usually a good place because you usually have like a back door exit and a garage exit, maybe even a front door exit within eyesight. Right. In this particular situation, there were three points of exit within view of where our agent was staged. So knowing those three points of exit and not having barriers to those exits. So, for example, um, if you're in an open house, um, you may want to have all the doors unlocked so that you don't have to fiddle with a lock, it's much less likely that someone would intrude and catch you by surprise um, than it is that you would need to access that door for exit. So, yeah. so have the doors unlocked. Okay, that's a good idea. Um, specific and general awareness, I think, is step two. Another piece of specific awareness, 
is maybe thinking about where your car's parked. I that's, mean, like, that's a great that's a great point. Um, and this goes back to my days as a as a bank foreclosure listing agent visiting unsavory areas, um, expecting to encounter squatters, inspect to encounter situations that um, in vacant houses, just houses. being prepared in general. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. This, where this comes from yeah. with the car thing specifically, I used to always park on the street. I would never, especially never face inward in a driveway to where I would have to back out of a driveway where I could, well, I couldn't be blocked number one on a street because you have, you have two directions on a street, right? right? So unless there are two cars, you're not going to be Parallel blocked parked in. in yeah. But if you nose in a driveway, not only do you have to back out, but you can also be blocked in. Yeah, you have to hope no one's parked behind so, you. So if it's a situation where you know the street is too busy and there's a ditch on either side and you can't park on the street or on the side of the road, then back in the driveway yeah. so that you're at least facing outward. Okay, But, but try to park on the street. And if you have your, uh, your, your, your complete you know, discretion to choose where you park, park on the street with the driver's side away from the property. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The driver's side away from the property means that the the full car when you're in the driver's seat is in between you and the property. Yeah. That way if someone is coming after you, the car is in between you and them. Yeah. Okay, if you're escaping, and this may sound like overkill. Yeah. Okay. But what does it hurt? I mean what does it hurt? The, what we're getting at with prepared? this episode is we had a a reminder an unpleasant reminder this week that stuff like this happens and little things and it, do play and maybe you're picturing a situation where you're fleeing out of a house running to your car trying to throw the keys in maybe it's not like that maybe you have someone who's making you very uncomfortable at an open house and it's and it's 4 30 and it's supposed to be over 30 minutes ago and you can't leave because they're parked behind you and they won't get in their car and leave and then what do you do you don't you don't leave the house without your car and so i mean you it know, could be something as simple as that maybe it's something as simple as you know this may be far fetched but maybe it's something as simple as you get a bad vibe from a person that visits your open house and you say hey will you give me a moment i need to go to my car and get something and your driver's side happens to be away from the vehicle mm-hmm. or away from the house and you put you are able to nonchalantly put a barrier between you and that person exactly yeah okay so so again i i'm not Look, I'm not, I'm not, we're not calling the boogeyman here. Sure. Okay. But little things make big differences when you're in the worst of situations. Okay. So, so let's review. Let's recap. Okay. So, um, be aware. Know where your exits are. Yeah. So, so general and specific awareness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where you park matters, knowing where the exits are matters, knowing what doors are locked and which ones aren't matters. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. So, number three, number three. Have some sort of protection if you feel comfortable. Okay. Now, this could be lethal protection, like a firearm. Yeah, that you, you legally know, possess. That hopefully. you legally possess and are legally allowed to carry and conceal. And hopefully are qualified to carry. Um, and I would I was gonna go there next because okay. it's comfortability, okay, and it is also wherewithal. You need to understand how to operate it. I'm not very comfortable with firearms. Okay, so you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, but some people are very comfortable. Yeah. Some people are excellent marksmen and are comfortable carrying firearms at all times. If that's your thing and it's legal, by all means. Well, and this and something that I've heard too when you're talking about carrying something for self protection, obviously a firearm is something that comes up and that you think of pretty quickly, but it's it's more about having something that's an equalizer, right? If you're in a situation where you feel like you would be mismatched by someone that would potentially want to 
abuse you. You want to have something that equalizes the stakes. So if you are someone who is, you know, not confident in your abilities to physically overtake someone if they wanted to do something, maybe something like a firearm is an equalizer for you. For you, someone who's, you know, six foot 13 or whatever, and I don't (laughs) know, you know, muscle bound clearly, as you can see on the live stream, maybe a gun (laughs) is not what you need in a situation. Maybe something a little more, uh, it's com- appropriate. You it's know being. I mean? It's it's something that you're comfortable carrying and using. Right. Okay. Someone. We we had a, a group, a small group discussion of agents this morning. We talked about this very topic, and a great point made by one of our agents was that just having the firearm changes the dynamic. Absolutely. Okay. Now, if you're not comfortable wielding the firearm, then it could cause you more harm than good. Okay. You escalating the situation by having a firearm present could be a bad thing. Having it, if you're comfortable with it, could de-escalate the situation, okay? And and God forbid having to fire the firearm, right? not even necessarily at the person that would potentially do you harm, but at the ground, in the air, at a door, Absolutely. inside a house. If you set off a firearm, I guarantee you, you get someone's attention. No kidding. Okay, but I'm not advocating for that unless... It is absolutely necessary, and you are absolutely qualified and comfortable. Exactly. Now, more likely, our listeners are more comfortable carrying pepper spray, carrying a non-lethal option like mace, pepper spray, a taser. They make some really good, um, you know products out there that look like other things but have a non-lethal defense option like a like a flashlight that doubles as a taser yeah they make those they conceal the fact that you are that you possess protection it makes total sense that you would be carrying that item yep okay and doesn't make anyone the wiser going back to our situation with our agent her response of poise, her response of, hey, I need to step away and make a phone call. Hey, I can't go to the basement with you because someone else may come in the front door. I need to stay here. Yep. Are all plausible excuses that help you, okay, create the distance you need, create a safer environment for yourself, which is a good segue, Gabe. Okay, right. so, so now we've talked about what was number one? Remind me. Number one was the buddy system. We were talking about you don't need to hold an open house alone. So don't hold an open house alone. Have general and specific awareness. Yes. Okay. Have a weapon that you're comfortable holding and carrying. A means of protection. Okay. Number four, know your surroundings well enough to know where you are most in danger. Okay. Mm. So that can kind of go to our awareness piece, but let's just tell me, let's just say this. Don't go to the basement with someone that you get a weird vibe about. Yeah. Don't go upstairs to someone you get a weird vibe. Don't go show a rural property with no cell phone signal, potentially, with someone you don't know that you get a weird vibe from, or just someone that you don't know. Yeah. Okay? I mean, unfortunately, in this industry, there's plenty of examples where you're meeting someone you've met for the first time in a place that you've been for the first time. I mean, that's something, that combination happens a lot, so. Well, it certainly should not be the case. No commission is worth it, and this is the unfortunate situation. Your hope of future income Okay, is you are directly incentivized by your hope of future income to throw caution to the wind. Mm, unfortunately, okay, so. and and for a let's just profile for a second for a young female inexperienced agent, that is a recipe for disaster. Someone who would be targeted, someone who doesn't know 
how to handle themselves given the situation and doesn't even know when the situation could be potentially dangerous until they're in it. Yeah. And in a position where they don't want to give up potential opportunities. This That's yeah. what leads them to a potentially fatal circumstance. Yeah. Okay. So don't go to basements. Don't turn your back on someone you don't know at the, at the front door while you open a lockbox. Yep. Okay. Don't go into an attic. Don't open doors for people that, you know, look, I know we're, we're kind of in the South where, you know, there are, you know, there's like, some, you're taught to be cordial and, and chivalrous and all these things, but you, you can potentially be taken off guard. Yeah. Caught off guard if you do some of these things. So arrive early for the showing. Open the lockbox, open the door, turn on all the lights before your client arrives. Yeah. Okay. I mean, these are just basic, basic, you know, common sense things, but if you've not been taught to think about it, you're gonna you're gonna have an issue. One more common sense thing uh, that could go under the general and specific awareness. I've heard you talk about this a lot. Uh, is especially when you made me think this about this with going in the basement, going upstairs. Sometimes you're gonna have to go and see the whole house, you know. But if you're in a situation where you're just trying to be as safe as possible, not necessarily you feel like you're unsafe in that moment, you should always let someone go in front of you wherever you're going. So if you're going up a set of stairs, especially if you're going down a set of stairs, after you, the person that. That the person that you are showing needs to be in front of you. Reason being, you don't want to create opportunities in a narrow hallway or a narrow space where someone with unknown motives is directly behind you with the ability to, I don't know, push you down the stairs or you're unlocking a door for someone and someone is right behind you while you have a key in your hand. I mean, there's, there's plenty of opportunities that you can avoid for bad things to happen just by having someone in front of you rather than behind you. Yeah. No, so there's I mean, another one. No, it's absolutely true. I mean, the, the, these are a lot of common sense things. Okay. What I think about all of this, and that's, you know, from, from us, we can get into lots of variables and specifics about each and every one of these. But if you follow these four tips, okay, what's going to happen, Gabe, is the most important thing is you're going to gain confidence. Confidence that is very much needed in a very scary situation, poise. Because here's what's happened, and, 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 and we'll just say, we'll, 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 I think we can, probably, we can probably leave it here. Had our agent who encountered someone who was twitchy, nervous, um, you know. Very uh, suspicious. <laughs> suspicious and uncomfortable with what they may have been considering doing. Yeah. Okay, had she reacted in a way that escalated this person's had they freaked out had she freaked out what would he have done might have sprung into action and committed he, to doing what he was thinking about doing he would have freaked out yeah okay um and and by providing plausible calm rational excuses why she couldn't do what he was asking her to do in spite of his growing frustration she bought herself very valuable time to get away, get out of the home, get help, get help in motion. Okay. And despite the fact that maybe she wasn't quite prepared as she could have been, didn't have a weapon, didn't have the buddy system as we're recommending now, as we will continue to recommend going forward. Yeah. She still acted almost perfectly. Her decision making and her poise allowed her to react perfectly and make the situation safe. And it was very slight edge. Right. So 
you need all this prior preparation and awareness to allow yourself that confidence in the moment. That's what, that is the most important because if you escalate, the other side escalates. So I talked to, I talked to part of this conversation, um, is, is, is spawned by speaking to some law enforcement about this. Okay. Because in my reaction to this, I, I need to know that we're teaching our people the right things. I need to know that we're advising them in the right way. Okay. So I, I talked to some law enforcement and, and, the gentleman spoke to me, said that this, the intention was, or what was, what was thought by the, the potential um, perpetrator, if you will, okay. was that there was the potential for a crime of opportunity. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So what, that, what he meant by that was that he had predetermined in his mind the circumstances under which he would commit a crime. Mm-hmm. The way he did it. Now, you can tell by the fact that nothing happened to him. She spent 15 minutes in the home with him alone on the main level in the kitchen mostly. Okay? He had decided in his mind most likely that nothing was going to happen unless he could get her to go to the basement. Yeah. So a great decision on her part not to. To not go. Yes. Okay? In addition to doing it the way she did it, just not doing it was, was the first decision. He then left and returned to the property – yeah, that's worth saying. He left and came back, was After ready to try he, again. He left out of frustration when she wouldn't go to the basement. And she saw him coming and got herself out of the house and refused to re-enter the home okay, with him. And he became frustrated and left again. Yeah. So what probably happened was he went in saying, I'm not doing this unless I get her to the basement. She kept that from happening. Then he left and realized, you know what? I could probably just do this right there in the kitchen. And he came back, and she got herself out of that situation as well, okay? Because it was a crime of opportunity, and he never saw the opportunity. He was never afforded the opportunity because of her brave actions. Right. So this is the kind of thing you're dealing with, okay? What you have to do is, through your precaution, remove those opportunities. Right. Okay? The buddy system would have removed it before it ever started. Absolutely. A weapon would have removed it before it ever started. Right. Okay, but her actions removed it before it ever happened either. Um, it was just a little more obvious what was going on. Yeah, be, it can't be overstated. Being aware is the root of all this. Yes, having a common awareness and knowing what you're dealing with. And 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 who knows if it's more prevalent? We certainly hear about it more today than we used to. But one of my, you know, something like this happening, um, it's never happened in my career. It's someone this close to us, right. one of our agents. Okay, so it hits close to home for me. Um, I think that also should underscore the fact that I've been part of thousands of transactions over, you know, quite a number of years. I mean, debatable if you want to include my my pre licensure ex you know experience with my father, who's I think watching right now, and and my uncle and and my family, who's in real estate in Elizabethtown, and all the years that I was around real estate. Then, if you just want to count my my formal career of twelve years, you know. And thousands of transactions here in this city, it's never it's never hit this close to home. Right. So um, the message I want to leave you guys with is that preparation. Be vigilant in your preparation. Okay, be vigilant in your awareness, and that's how you stay safe. Absolutely. So um, 
that's all I got, man. That's really all I got, with 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 one exception. Okay. With one exception. This is a horrible segue, but you know, we had to do this topic today. <laughs> and the date I don't get a choice on. Um, but for those of you watching and those those of you that are fans of uh the resource podcast going back how many years now? Like almost three. Almost three years. Yeah. It is the the dawn of a new era. It is the end of an era, or the dawn of a new era, if you will. And just as I said that, fortuitous enough, the live stream interrupts. Oh, good. Anyway, no. It came no, back. back. It came Wait. back. It came back. It just popped back up. Yeah. Um, it is the end of an era. Yeah. One Mr. Gabe Pruitt. Uh, this will be his last episode of Resource. Yes. Unfortunately. Maybe we'll have him oh, back, as a, back as a guest. That'd be great. Well, maybe we'll have him back a as a guest. Gabe has Gabe has received an enormous opportunity to change careers. Um, you know, we have been lucky enough to have him as a part of our firm for five plus years now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's as uh, aptly self-titled, comp- uh, unaware of his own responsibility and job title, and he's done so many things here. I'm just here. He's just here. <laughs> like he's he he could have be he could have been called the company mascot. Oh, I like that. Um, actually, <laughs> our resident uh, salesman of his own autograph. Um, you know, Gabe. Here's the thing. I-, I thought what we might do is take a moment to discuss some of the finer points. Let's cue of, the cue like the graduation research. music. I don't have the graduation music. <laughs> I don't have a highlight reel. But I thought we could at least talk about door knocking one more time. Oh. No. We could say the word tactical. Maybe these are things we can do in our reunion episode. In our reunion. Which is, it's important to state that resource is not going anywhere. Jay is bravely going to carry on the resource banner. Uh, well, it's, it's not like you guys are, you guys <laughs> don't hear a lot of my voice anyway. Yeah. Um, I won't have Gabe to keep me on track. I won't have the, uh, I won't have this, the, the beautifully timed segues. My color commentary um, might just I'm sure drone we can on. Find a you bit. another foil here in the office. I know plenty of people around here that. I like just to thought talk, so. I don't know who I'm going to argue with about door knocking and. Who, I, I can who find I, you a few people like who that. I'm gonna ma- who I'm going to make the 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 millennial dartboard for for myself <laughs> to throw darts at. I like the millennial um, dartboard. That's good. You know, it's just it's it's the end of an era, but you know, it's been a good run. Yep, it has. It's been a good run. Resource is 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 alive and well. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, you know, those of you that, that just listen to the podcast and know Gabe from that, um, that aren't a member of the, uh, of the company or, or the team, you, you'll know that literally this is no joke. Gabe was an agent. Well, an ISA trainee. Yep. Then an agent. Uh-huh. For those of you that don't know, ISA is inside sales agent. Yep. Uh, Did a whole episode on those. Did a whole episode on that. Um, then he was an agent. And then he was a full-time ISA. Yes. Okay. He's setting appointments and, and talking to clients. I think the the client services, client support services. Yeah, was like the, it was the customer support was the corporate, specialist. Yeah. It was the corporate title. Then he like was that. a uh, client support services slash media person. And then he became a, a and full time started. Full time yeah. media person. And um, you know, he trains people here on prospecting scripts, dialogues. He makes all those snazzy videos you see our um, you see our our agents sharing throughout their social media. 
Um, he makes blooper tapes and highlight <laughs> reels. He is a, a vocalist and lead guitarist in the Remax Premier Properties band. Mm. We might have to have him back next Christmas party just to participate on the I'd, band. I'd be willing. We'll have to do that. Gabe, Gabe's Marcy's never, shaking her head. She's never, like, nope. <laughs> never, sh- never shies away from a jam session. Um, let's see. Gabe's got the the wittiest quips in meetings to interrupt me with. Mm. There's that. He does 360 videos, switcher live stream videos. Dude, where, Mar- I mean, Marcy's the new switcher though. Marcy's been the switcher for a while. He's the so. he's the he's the he's the resident. Um, you know. Um, Devil on the shoulder of for for Kelly and Marcy to get them to eat poorly at lunch. Yes, um, he still holds the record for most KFC double downs consumed in the office. I think they discontinued the double down because of me. Gave ate, ate them out of inventory. <laughs> um, he he's consumed more donuts than anyone. What else time in the is office. it? Do we? <laughs> I mean, um, he. You know, I just I I don't know. Like I the am, superlatives just I appreciate keep the superlatives coming. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss this place and all of those responsibilities dearly, and I'm very much going to miss resource he, and all of you. No, so. no, absolutely. And and you know we we speak in jest about unicorns and autograph yep. sessions and stuff. Autograph like that. prices will be going up, but but the truth is, um, I will say this, guys, and in and in, in this this is with all sincerity, I. Uh, Gabe gave me the idea for starting a podcast and it is, it is literally immeasurable the amount of value that it has created this company. Gabe as an agent decided to do a six part intro to it's, home buying. It's still out there. That is still out there that you can find. I listened to the right other day now. and I'm not going to lie. It was, it was not half bad. It wasn't bad. Miniseries. It was very good. And I said, he literally walked in the office and told me about it. And I go, you you know how to do that? <laughs> like upswing? upswing? We, we got in on the ground upswing? floor of the podcast. And I said, and I said, I went home that night and I thought, I should start a podcast. <laughs> like Gabe knows how to do it. And resource was born. And resource was born. Yeah. He he laughed at me when I recorded that god awful intro that we play it's before great. every episode. The, the intro is great. <laughs> It survived this long for a reason. He, he he did a good job producing that, truthfully. Like more so the copy that I read is the dreadful part. Um like most perpetu- of the most perpetual of the teenagers have memorized it. Most of you have probably memorized perpetual it. back padding. Regardless, um with all sincerity, I I don't know a single thing that I've done in my career that has created so this much value for our agents here and my career. Mm. And for that, I thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll give you a nice little curtsy there. That was nice. <laughs> um, and yes, we'll keep on keeping on. And Marcy and I will struggle through the tech piece. Um, and, uh, you know, we may find another media person, but we will definitely not find another Gabe. Oh. And I'm not trying to induce any tears. You can oh, choke, them, choke okay. them back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You can check them back. Marcy, Marcy will cry for you. Um, by the way, in the live stream, why am I so bright and you're so dark? I don't know. Because you, well, you got a blue uh, shirt. I'm like blending into this wall. Anyway, regardless, um, we, we're getting lots of comments. Ryan Moore says, we love you, Gabe. Tracy French says, we'll miss you so much. Um, she'll be happy to have her mouse pad back, though. We have joint custody of that mouse pad, Tracy. I think so, I should remind you, that's our mouse pad. Anyway, um, that's all for today, folks. Just um, if you see Gabe around, give him a pat on the back because this wouldn't have started without him. Uh, we'll miss you. 
Thank you. And hey, be aware. Be safe. Use the buddy system. No, absolutely. Have specific and general awareness. All the things that we actually talked about in the podcast. I mean, that that, that was very valuable, and, and I don't mean to overshadow that. Um, but you know, th- there comes a time when the new work has to start, and that means today's the last the last episode. So would have had loved to have something much more cheerful for your send off. That's right. But it's um, still very important. But I will say that there is probably nothing more valuable than we can talk about. So yeah, absolutely. If, if value is what we're after, what we've always been after, then um, you can take pride in knowing that your resource career comes to a close. Mm with the most valuable topic we could talk about. Well, with that said, for the final time, for resource, real talk about Louisville real estate, I'm Gabe Pruitt. And I'm Jay Pitts. And Jay, we'll see you next time.